Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Dana Workman from Haunted Highway on Sci-Fi, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Boom. This is Bill Murphy of Sci-Fi Channel's Fact or Fake Paranormal Files, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hey everybody, this is Rex Williams, the medic from Destination Truth, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on LiveParanormal.com. This is True TV's haunting evidence investigator, Patrick Burns. And ghost huntress author, Marley Gibson. And you're you're listening listening to ghost host, host, Sophia Temporelli. And Michael Perry. And we're here... Hello, we're here at the Ghost Host with Sophia Temporelli and Weekly Paranormal.com. Weekly, weekly at LiveParanormal.com. <laughs> this is Stefan Brigatti from Pacific Coast Paranormal, and you're listening to the Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. She rocks. This is Christopher Sanders with My Ghost Story on Biography. You are listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hi, this is Professor Lloyd Auerbach, parapsychologist, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. This is author Alexandra Holzer. And you're listening to ghost host Sophia Temporelli. Hi, this is Jeff Belanger, host of 30 Odd Minutes, founder of GhostVillage.com, and author of lots of your favorite paranormal books. And you're listening to the ghost host Sophia on LiveParanormal.com. Boo! This is Nick Groff, executive producer of Ghost Adventures, the original documentary in Ghost Adventures, season 1 through 10, and executive producer of Ghost Stalkers, author of Chasing Spirits, the building of the Ghost Adventures crew, and founder of NickGroffTours.com. You are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. Tune in. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporilli, on LiveParanormal.com. That's right, it's the ghost host show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com, and congratulations to Sophia on 12 years of broadcasting here on LiveParanormal.com, and now on GhostHunting.com. And uh, coming to Paranormal Radio is on the <laughs> – there's going to be three different networks that uh, – this show will be offered on because congratulations, Rob Sturrock, the site founder. Thank you very much too for uh, having this show each and every week for the last 12 years. And uh, congratulations as uh, uh, Spreaker is now the uh, bed host uh, site for LiveParanormal.com. So we've had a little bit of glitches. That's why today's a half hour show. We're testing things out. We had a we didn't get an archive show from last week's guest, uh, Jim Paris. So sorry, Jim, but we're, Jim's a recurring guest. We're going to have him back on. He's a, a consultant for a weird uh, New Jersey magazine, 
and uh, we're going to have him back on and uh, talk about his cases once again. And uh, so hopefully everything's working smoothly now. Uh, the intro rotator didn't play, so we'll try that again at the, possibly a mid-break here at the end of the show and just check things out along the way. I'm going to go ahead and bring the host on here, the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, here on my paranormal. Sophia, congratulations of 12 years of broadcasting here on this network. Thank you. I can't believe it's been 12 years. I know you're doing a fantastic job, so what we thought we would do is actually turn the tables here. We're going inside the Ghost Host studio, so we're going to interview you and, uh, you know, make sure everything works right. We're going to check for the archive show immediately following this broadcast. You can uh, find on our iHeartRadio, Spreaker, anywhere you get your podcasts, you can get the uh, archive show here. So we're going to do that immediately following the show figure things out. We had to bump some guests, so we have some guests coming up. And so, Sophia, you have coming up Dark Side of the Apple, A True Story of Paranormal Attack. That's by author Sabrina Marie. She's going to be on the 9th of September. We have the holiday next weekend, so um, everybody enjoy the holiday, and we'll play archive shows um, during that holiday hour. And uh, feel free to jump in the liveparanormal.com chat room. It only takes a second to get in, and you're part of the LP family. So, Sophia, You've had this show 12 years. How does it feel? I mean, it's definitely really weird because I started when I was 12. Um, and the funny thing is actually about you interviewing me. Um, I know we're doing it because we had to work out some glitches to make sure the show works. But um, either the first too. time you interview, <laughs> if people can't tell from my voice. Um, I know. My- but, but either the first time or the last time we did a show where you interviewed me, I was in that turret room. That was where you were there. That was up uh, with Nina and yeah. Nino up at the turret room. What, what city yeah, was that in? Monterey? Um, it was in Monterey. Um, I think it was just like a little bit towards the edges of Monterey. Like I said, I had a difficult time finding it. You actually were the one who found the B&B. Um, so, I mean, it's weird just like, you know, I spent half my life on the show um, and interviewing people, yep. so it's kind of hard to remember time before then because, I mean, I started in the paranormal when I was eight, so from eight to 12, that's only, like, four years, um, so it kind of just all blends together, and it feels like I've been doing it forever, um, which includes when I was on a college road trip with my aunt, and we stayed at this B&B, and my aunt totally gaslit me and told me it wasn't haunted, and then when my dad was looking it up, to see where this B&B was exactly. Um, it was on a list of haunted places. And my aunt's like, it's not haunted. I'm like, it's, it definitely seems haunted. <laughs> it's like this Victorian B&B. Didn't you say the guy behind the, the, guy behind the counter at check-in when it was trying to, you know, Nina was shooting him looks or something, like don't say this place is haunted? or. Yeah, no, she definitely did because I completely ignored her. Um, because she was like a second mom, so of course I'm going to do that. And I, I looked at the man when we were checking in. I'm like, is this place haunted? And you just saw her just kind of drop her head and shake it, and the guy's like, no, it's not haunted. And I don't think he said that because of her. I truly don't think he thought it was haunted. Um, but it was really funny. Just You see her like, please don't encourage it because she's so logical. But then, you know, she took me to the Drake Hotel in Chicago, and she's like, oh, I saw a ghost here, and I'm like, which is it, Nina? Are they real or are they not? 
So um, I wish she was here because I definitely would have said, Dina, you said this place wasn't haunted, but it's on this list. Yes. And what I saw researching today's show, I just went back to look at some early questions, you know, to draw for you and everything. And one uh, one of the files I have saved is five years ago and the other one six years ago. So I pulled the most current questions and everything to kind of look at and everything. And so that might have been actually six years ago. You know, you're 24 now, and she stuck you all alone in that turret room at that bed and breakfast. Um, so, I was, you know, I was definitely, I think, 15 when I went there, so it might have been the first time we did an interview show. Because since I was on the college road trip, I do know we did it then, so it might have been the first time we ever did it. Because um, yeah, because we were gonna go tour Stanford, and they actually had like um rules about what age someone could be to tour a college and I was actually under the age limit because I was like 15 so I think it was probably like before my sophomore year yeah because I think we did one impromptu that we don't even have records for that like so it could have been even older than that but yeah <laughs> like uh I think that was like, probably yeah, it staying alone in that room that creepy looking room and yeah you could <laughs> see pictures of it online what's the name of that place I know I have literally no idea. You're the only one that found it, and I don't remember what you found. So I remember yeah, we found it, it being like a really month ago, creepy. Like... Yeah, um, but I don't remember anything else about it. You literally found it, and I don't remember anything else. I know it's like kind of on the outskirts of Monterey, but it was just like it's so creepy. And she was like, "No, it's not haunted." Well, I remember when like, you were up there. I don't there. know about that. Yeah, I remember when you were up there. You you shot over a picture and this is back with flip phones i think too you shot over pictures no, of was... mom and dad in the room and it was we're like oh dad, my god i'm Jesus. not that old i'm literally not that old i'm 24 yes i was alive during flip phones i had an iphone when i was 15 dad i didn't no, have a flip phone in that. high school you didn't have a flip phone <laughs> so either because you guys got iphones before me you both had an iphone i got hand-me-ups from you no yeah, you didn't you like... both had an iphone before me You've never had, had my own phone. type of phone. Because we yeah, all had that. Like we didn't. They were not hand-me-ups. That's okay. You, you're you're getting up there. It's okay if you don't remember. <laughs> you're right. getting up there if you don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's the cold. So yeah. it was. Week cold. Yeah. Going on three. So, yeah, okay. um, yeah well, that was dad, definitely know. probably the first time. <laughs> Yeah, we saw something cool. Like, Mom and Dad, we saw on DirecTV, there's The Haunting of the Queen Mary. That's, like, like five years in the making, and, and uh, you know, COVID hit and everything. A lot of it was CG, but it looks like a lot of it's filmed on the Queen Mary. And, and uh, I actually contacted Nigel Sinclair, the producer of uh, Haunting of the Queen Mary, and we just noticed it started playing along the, you know, the current releases. And so we're going to watch that. And I sent over Peter James' book, and I talked to uh, Nigel's assistant. He said he's looking at Peter's book right now. The the plot line and everything's, you know, just, you know, created and everything about the hauntings of the Queen Mary, and it's an actual feature film. But we saw the trailer last night, and there they show room B474, and the only reference to that is in Peter James' book and on, on his uh, – his, uh, he did, you know, several expos, and he lectured at the expos, and he let everybody know, no, the real haunted, you know, room, in his opinion, isn't B340. That's the, you know, attraction now. They built the room up. That's more towards the forward bow into the ship. But uh, 
the haunted room in Peter's opinion was B four seven four, more towards the aft end of the ship by the, uh, you know, the snack machines and stuff. And they actually use that. And so that that the only way you can know that is through Peter James and watching him or seeing him write about it in in his book. And so I thought that was really cool that he took that element and put it in there. So we're gonna watch that today. Yeah. Are you gonna watch it with us? No, I don't watch horror movies. It is a horror movie. Yeah. You do all I'm this stuff. Not. You don't watch horror movies. No, I don't. I don't. I watched Halloween. I had a lot of critiques about that. Um, why would you set the knitting needle down if he's chasing you? Definitely at least make right. sure he's dead before you just start sitting down. Anyway, I could go on and on about what Laurie Stroud did wrong and in the final girl. Like, it's shocking from, he, he made it this far. Yeah, he no, used his blinker when he turned corners. Oh, yeah, he drove, too. Jeepers Creepers, though. Yeah, actually, Michael Myers. I'm really impressed by the fact he has a car and, like, a theme song that just feels like, I don't know, that it just was really good planning on his part. Well, it's because it's his need to kill is so great that he employs every, you know, knowledge that people have or through time to find these people to I, kill. He may just go to gas stations. No, he didn't go to gas stations and ask and everything. Well, but that doesn't mean that the engine works. I just, I feel those are like the big questions I have is like, where is he getting gas? Does it move? Like, um, so no, I don't watch horror movies. When I have seen them, I have tons of critiques about really stupid things. (laughs) And this one's about, you know, this is from the producers of Winchester with uh, Helen Helen Marin. And uh, yeah, they produce this Queen Mary film. So, I mean, it's about the Queen Mary and you still won't watch it. No, because I am not getting chased <laughs> by things, so it feels a much safer, like, in person to do things. I'm not really for that. Love horror video games, though, so I don't know. Maybe it's just because, like, I'm in control of the video game, but I'm not in control of the movie. Well, you hide in so it. So I don't really like that. Yeah. No, I'm really great. You one out of, like, 200 games. people great. in a big group thing, and you were, like, number two oh. or three or something because you hit under a bed yeah. or something the whole time everybody was getting our, killed. No, our team our team came in second in Fortnite because um like my friends were like hearing gunfire and they were running towards it and I'm like I'm not doing that. So I ran away <laughs> so from it. He's like what kind of logic is it to run towards the gunfire? Yeah, no, I just kept running and then I made it in second. So um yeah, running has worked for me so far. Yes. Well, we're 15 minutes in. We're checking out this this show, but making sure everything airs. This is really cool. We're on Spreaker now, so this is the base uh, broadcast for it. But, but going back to, so you portrayed Jackie, the Queen Mary first class swimming pool area talking ghost child that Peter discovered in 1991 and wrote about in his book, Heaven, Can You Hear Me? And you portrayed her in, in the book because you reminded her at eight years old, uh, reminded Peter a lot of her, of what he remembers seeing of her. So you portrayed her in the book. So about your journey, your progression, ultimately your immersion into this field of the paranormal, what led you to be featured on Travel Channel's Ghost Adventures, the Queen Mary episode? That aired originally in October 10th of uh, 2014. How did that come about for you? Really just Debbie Constantino. I mean, she was my mom's best friend, such an amazing friend of the family. She would literally stay at our house. Um, we were up in Virginia City, Nevada one time for an event. She got cupcakes for my birthday because the event was literally on my birthday. So, I mean, she was yeah. so amazing and such a good friend, so caring, and just wanted, you know, stories to be told. 
right. So she knew that you had written Heaven Can You Hear Me in our history with the shift. So she just said, like, hey, you know, my really good friends know a lot about the Queen Mary and have had tons of experiences there. Um, you know, can they come on? And then I guess you got a call from Jeff Bolander, maybe? I honestly, so from my perspective of the whole thing, I was in art class on my final day of my freshman year, literally in yeah. art class. That was my last class before we were leaving for the day. And it was a half day. And so I'm in art class. And I, funnily enough, was talking to this boy there who I was friends with. And he was really into ghosts, too. And he goes, oh, yeah, ghost adventures. I had just gotten the text from mom saying, oh, we're going to go film with ghost adventures tonight on a Queen Mary. So I literally had found this out 15 minutes before, like, school was out. And he goes, oh, yeah. Ghost Adventures is filmed on the Queen Mary, right? And I'm like, no, they haven't. I'm like, I know that for a fact. He's like, how? And I'm like, because they're filming there tonight. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I literally found that out right before school was out. And then yeah. we went to Nordstrom, got a shirt, and then we went filming. So it all happened pretty fast. Yeah, I had to leave work early. And it, it wasn't Jeff. Jeff uh, uh, had the guy make the call. It was like Joel. I'm trying to think who it is. It's somebody that's still in the credits on, on Ghost Adventures. But, um, yeah, my entertainment producers, and, and uh, that's who Debbie went to and just said, if you're doing the Queen Mary, you have to get the Temporelli family on there and was bringing up Peter and stuff and and couldn't let an episode go by where they just, you know, so many shows go to the Queen Mary and they ignore Peter James, you know, uh, pioneering work on the ship and so she had us go and, and uh, you know I let the producer know I have two of Peter's you know favorite leather jackets that you want investigations that generate a lot of activity and I could bring Peter's book and then and of course you had you were asking things in the pool area and a lot of stuff happened I know mom was there off camera and stuff too and you both saw stuff what what did you see and personally experience as well well, for me, uh, one one thing, too, a lot of people may not know is it literally, to prove it, was on the last day of my freshman year of high school. They signed my freshman year, like, high school book. Oh, yeah. So, literally, everyone in the cast signed my yearbook. Um, but, uh, yeah, when I was in the pool area, um, even before Ghost Adventures, I always see this shadow figure in the dressing rooms, and I call him the shadow man, and he's just this really dark overbearing presence and he kind of just stares at me menacingly even though he's a shadow you can just feel him staring at you and um he doesn't like me I don't like him so it's very mutual and um pool area for anyone who's gone there it never has complete darkness it always has extremely low lighting and so I had never been in the pool area with the lights out and that night the lights were out for the first time ever being in there and it just felt yeah. like the shadow man got so much more powerful. I mean, it sounds weird to say, but he was in multiple places at once. And one of the places that I could feel him was on the upper right side balcony. And I didn't say anything about it because every time, like, I wanted to say where he was, I felt like I was going to cry. And um, which is, like, really weird. I've never had that happen. So I just like didn't say anything because I don't want to start crying like on national TV. That's like a little bit weird. 
So I didn't say anything, yeah. but I did see him on the upper right-hand balcony, and Zach was actually up there, and he got rushed by a ghost in the same area where I was seeing the shadow man, and Mom actually heard the footsteps running at him. And that didn't make it in the show, but that did happen. Yeah, uh, in the chat room, there's Duck with uh, Northwest Media, and he's in there. So apparently people can hear the show not calling into the show and listening over the phone. So that's that's good news. And hi, Duck, welcome to the show. And, uh, yeah, you, you also – also what happened was about that time and what you were feeling, Zach actually saw it too. He saw, he saw a really dark, tall figure at the other end of the swimming pool. Is, it, is that about where you felt the concentration? Um, he's normally at the edge of the dressing rooms on the left side, the lower left side. He just kind of is in the doorway of the dressing rooms there. Um, that's just where he normally is. Um, that night he was just kind of yeah. everywhere. He was on the upper right hand balcony where he normally is in the dressing rooms. Um, so he was just kind of all over the place, which is like really strange because I've never seen a ghost be in multiple places at once, but I also had never felt him so strongly as when the lights were out. So it's almost like he was able to feed off of the darkness in the room. Um, and we, there was some amazing EVPs that were caught in there, too. Um, so clear. Definitely a angry individual. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was, like, super cool because it's, like, you just don't hear EVPs like that. And to get them um, presumably from the Shadow Man was just, like, it was, it was really cool to hear. Yeah, and also there's that part, of, you know, that made the cut and everything, too, where you're calling out to Jackie and Peter and – suddenly a door opens and slams and we know which door that is. We know when you open that door and you look left, there's a long corridor that goes all the way down to where there's like an employee area. And to the right, there's a long corridor too as well that goes back towards the pool, the other end of the pool room and then back over towards the engine rooms. But you, there's no places to duck out or do anything. And it was pretty immediately after that door opened and closed that Zach went over and he opened the door and he looked both directions and didn't see anybody and you would have heard footsteps running or rushing or anything if somebody an employer somebody knew that there the filming was going on in there so i mean that was pretty incredible that happened at that moment yeah mom even just texted me and she said he had an evil deep voice um yeah it was it was definitely it was really weird they were very clear evps um yeah that was on i don't Debbie's, remember how much uh, that means the show because um they took it off air after debbie actually died um for many years um they play it now but yeah. i don't really have like a habit of going back and watching myself so i don't exactly remember what they showed in the episode um but it was yeah it was so clear and it was amazing yeah they, um yeah they it was did just, play that it was incredible i've never of course they bleeped it yeah, and then you but, and it was it was really Debbie's something. final episode. She, first thing she'd done on her own, you know, as, uh, as an investigation or being on Ghost Adventures, and it was Nick's final appearance on Ghost Adventures too, as well. So a lot of changes after that episode on the Queen Mary. Yeah, it was it was definitely really interesting. It was probably the craziest experience I've ever had on the ship, which is you know saying something with having investigated there what feels like hundreds of times and probably is hundreds of times. I mean, being able to go in the engine room too and actually hear, you know, someone talking, you can't make out what they're saying, but you can hear someone talking or you're going into the propeller box and hearing whistling. I mean, there's always been just, you know, crazy experiences and stuff you can't explain, but I would say that was 
the most intense investigation and night I've ever had on the ship. Yeah, on the Long Beach Press-Telegram, a local paper, paper out here in California, um, uh, The Haunting of the Queen Mary, the movie that we're going to watch on DirecTV today, um, you know, it's, again, loosely based as a feature film, but the article talks about a lot of personal experiences that the director and the producer and everything of the film you know, experience, you know, with the actors and actresses and wet footprints they saw that, you know, that uh, security started to come after people on the crew going, you need to stay out of this area. And they're like, you know, those are wet footprints and none of us have been in that area. So, yeah, they had personal experience as well. What other things have you had happen? Like the infirmary, I know we've had a lot of stuff and, and other places on aboard the ship. But have you seen anything aboard the ship? Uh, probably just the Shadow Man. Um, I would say the pool area is definitely the most intense, um, but my favorite is just the engine room because I truly just think it's amazing. Um, like you said, when you can go in there and hear someone talking, even though you can't tell what they're saying, I mean, it's just incredible yeah. to be able to hear that without an EVP recorder. Um, for me, it's just really exciting to, even if you can't make out what they're saying, to be able to hear it real time is, it's just like nothing else. Or just like a hit of a, a distant rebar, like hitting the side of something. Or now I want to notice that we're coming towards the end of the show. This goes quick when it's only a half hour you know, testing yeah. a broadcast. But yeah, I know you saw, you know, uh, First Officer Stark aboard the ship oh, like, right. when, when we were with Peter. Yeah, that was like the first thing you saw. But so many I'm things so like sick, that. So I didn't even like, remember that. I <laughs> well, literally didn't know what you were talking about at first. Because my brain's still not functioning at 100 after the cold. So when you said that, I was like, oh, right, I did see that. Um, yeah, that's how long I've been in the paranormal. I don't even remember every ghost I've seen. Um, okay, I'm going to try to yeah, play and that was my first intro ghost track. I'm going to try playing that leading out and everything. So where can people find you? you? got the Twitter, the Instagram, and everything. Where are you? And YouTube as well. Uh, you can check out uh, past shows archives, the ghost show Sophie Sambrelli on YouTube. Uh, you can also listen on iTunes podcast, blogs, and Spreaker now. Uh, and uh, yeah, Twitter, Sophie Sambrelli with one L, Instagram, Sophie Sambrelli. You can find me on Facebook, Sophie Sambrelli. And Doug, thanks for joining the show in the chat room there. We're going to be back yeah, to a regular broadcast listening. now. That... <laughs> yeah, and uh, we have Dark Side of the Apple. A True Story of Paranormal Attack, author Sabrina Marie. She rescheduled for the 9th of September. We have a holiday coming up, so what we're going to do is play an archive show next weekend, so we'll be returning after that and rescheduling all the guests that we had that we're going to come on and promote. But great show yes. today, Sophia. Absolutely. It's great to talk about things while I'm half delirious from an illness. So thank you all for listening to that. Yeah, we'll do um, well. It should definitely not be possible without all of you, and I'll talk to you guys again the week after next. Bye. All right, we'll see if the archive show plays, too, immediately following this broadcast, wherever you get your podcast. And uh, we'll see you two weeks from today. And which one do I want to play going out? This one. Okay, let's see if it plays. See you then, everybody. Hi, this is Kevin from Sion Ghost Adventures. You're listening to The Ghost Host with your host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. God bless you all.
Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.